0: There's a couple verses in Psalms four that were really impacting for me this week. This comes out of Psalms four, verse seven and eight. It says, you have put gladness in my heart more than when the grain and new wine abound. In peace, I'll both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. The thing about that verse is uh, Kind of the words grain and new wine and think how significant those were in the ancient world i mean in the ancient world it was all about what you're going to be able to eat can you sustain yourself day to day and if a drought would come or weather would wipe out a crop or something you're in big trouble day to day the two things that were consistent that could sustain through difficult droughts and hard times was grain and wine Those are the two things that could last. They were critically essential in the ancient world, and that's what brings these words, real power, is what was really essential and long-lasting. What would have sustained them when life would really throw difficult curves at them? Grain and wine. It reminded me a little bit of this story I thought of as I was sitting after our family gathering at Thanksgiving, and we were reminiscing a little bit. It was several years ago that Around this time frame, I took my son Dylan to Germany to get a surgery for a sports injury he had. There was a surgeon over there that specialized in this particular injury, and around Christmas time, we flew over there and and uh, in an attempt to get him to be able to finish his senior year of basketball and set him up for potential college scholarships, that kind of thing, that's why we went. And uh, it was a pretty crazy time full of stories, but in the days that followed that surgery, he wanted to go to uh, the Dachau prison camp, concentration camp. And I'm a history buff and wanted to do it as well. And it was kind of this surreal scene as we go through Dachau. And I'm actually pushing him in a wheelchair because he's two days after the surgery through that. And that itself was just kind of a crazy, surreal moment as we heard these stories and and looked through it. We saw the gas chambers, saw the furnaces outside the gas chambers where they people's jobs were just to take people out of the gas chambers and burn them. I mean, just ominous, incredible, horrific stories you just can't get your head around that it could possibly be. And uh, one of the survivor stories we read about was a man who was asked, how in the world did you survive these horrific circumstances? How did you make it? And he said the one thing he had and the one thing he did is he woke up thankful every morning and went through his mind a list of things he was thankful to God for every day. And that's the one thing he said that kept bitterness and anger and hate at bay, is in he retained a somehow, a thankful heart and spirit toward God for giving him another day, for giving him another breath. Incredible. I don't know how that's possible in those circumstances. I don't even know how it's possible in my circumstances that I face now and then where it's such a struggle to be thankful. But it really struck me as profound and difference-making as my mind went back to that man's story and, and again him saying the one thing that got him through was having an attitude, a heart of thankfulness to God no matter what he faced day to day. And so as Brian takes us through this selective passage in Romans 8, think of it in that context in that story, that nothing can faze us as long as we keep our hearts, minds focused on God and have a thankful spirit day to day for what he's done.
1: Okay, friends, settle in. Romans 8, starting in verse 38. Let's take this moment together and let these words sink in. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. read this again boy the the picture here is driving the point home and I hope you're letting that sink in none of this phases us because Jesus loves us I'm absolutely convinced that nothing nothing living or dead angelic or demonic today or tomorrow high or low thinkable or unthinkable Absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Friends, if there's a thought, a word, a phrase in there that God's giving you, speak it loud where you're at. Hold on to it. This one last time. May our hearts be convinced of this truth. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Once again, if there's a word or phrase rising to the surface in your soul, speak it out. Hold on to that today.
0: It's so good, huh? Nothing phases us. Nothing can get between us and God because His love all the way takes us home. And because of the way Jesus, our master, embraces us. Now that's something to be thankful for. And as I kind of think about what's coming, uh, one of the challenges I put in front of our family this weekend, and, and I'd like to challenge you all with it as well, is look for some of the simple sights, sounds, moments today even that are a gift to you, something that you could be thankful for and figure out how to mark those moments. I think it could be a great challenge to do this every day in the month of December. Maybe you grab a little journal, something that's dedicated specifically to this and just start listening for the month, some moments in the days ahead, some sights, some sounds, some experiences, some things that you could just be thankful for and let's see what impact that could have a month from now. I was looking out my window this morning where I tend to have some quiet moments in the early morning and uh, we have some wild daisies that have grown throughout the spring and summer at our house and winter's upon us, but there's been multiple nights of freezing temperatures over the last month. Uh, But there's this one wild daisy that's still blooming for me, like such a simple thing, here we are in December and there's still a white, bright, wild daisy kind of outside my window, like just remembering. Good reminder for me. I get a little depressed when winter and cold comes my way, and and I marked it down, wrote it down. I mean, I think some simple things, some profound things. Let's see what God does. Peace, friends. This space podcast is a part of Harbor Ministries. If you're interested in getting involved and helping support our radical investment and leaders around the country, or if you're interested in getting more information on the three leadership venues, Rhythm and 20, Rogue, or our new event for women, Rebel, go to harborministries.com for all the information you need.